Thank you for calling the ACB radio and information line brought to you by Xeno Media. 518-906-1820. That's 518-906-1820. To sign up for our announcements, send a blank email to radio-announce plus subscribe at acblists.org. That's radio-announce plus subscribe at acblists.org. Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Technology Learning Lab for Thursday, March 25th, 2021. Oh, wow, we're almost to April. It's pretty, pretty scary. Um, next week, I will have a show, and I will be serious because we're probably going to have enough ridiculousness on April Fool's Day that I'm going to be serious. So we will be having a show despite the April Fool's. Uh, we're going to make it happen anyway. Um, so let's today we're going to talk about a couple of different things in no particular order and if we um if we don't end up getting to one i'll just um cover it for for the next time um i did have someone to write to me and give me a technology idea, a topic idea and that's one i'm going to have to think about um if you would like to send me a technology idea um, what, what I'd like you to do is send an email to community at acb.org, which will go to Cindy Hollis and put technology learning lab in the subject and she will forward them to me. I may not write back to you, but I will write it down and, and I will think about it. I may not have time to, to write back. Um, but I did finally have someone, uh, take me up on that. So thank you very much. And I will, um, I am planning a little bit around the, that idea. So we are going to, first of all, talk about, um, we're, we're going to talk first about um, voices and voiceover, um, because it occurred to me that one of the things I didn't do very explicitly was to talk about how to actually choose the voice and voiceover that's right for you. And the reason I want to go there um, came about as a result of a presentation I went to. I went to a presentation on one of the um, accessible phones with buttons, and I think it was uh, it was one that Carla did for the roundabout. And um, the person mentioned that they had gotten this particular phone because they wanted to have an easy way to dial in to press one for English, two for Spanish, and enter your ID number. <laughs> and um, and I, I thought, well, that's an interesting idea, but I <clears throat> was thinking about one of the reasons why that can be difficult for some people, uh, or one of the reasons that might apply. And that is that um, I have worked to find a voice that is quieter than the call that I'm on that I can still hear. For me and my hearing and my headphones, um, that happens to be Fred, on the iPhone and we'll demo him if you haven't, haven't heard him. Um, not the most natural sounding voice in the world, but it is quieter than some of the others. But we, I've also figured this would be a good opportunity to talk about how the voices work and how to change them. So 
we're going to go ahead and unlock the phone. 1904. And actually what I need to do real quick is I need to, give me App just a second, store. I need to check my volume level on it. I Double tap to, to open. Give me just control center. Okay, there we go, 85%. And that- Apps, messages. That read message. That reminds me that- Double tap um, to open. I'm not used to how Samantha reads, um, but that reminds me, if you need to see the volume of your device while you're not playing something, if you go into the control center, you can do that on an iPhone 8 or lower or a device with a home button touch near the top of the screen where the status bar is. So like your time, your date, your, or your battery level, one of those guys. And then once you've done that, swipe up with three fingers. If you are on a device without a home button, you can swipe down from the top of the screen until you hear the first pop and then lift up. And um, you know, that volume control is one of the things that you will see <clears throat> in the control center. So let's talk about speech, speech, which is in the voiceover settings. And I'm going to see if Siri will behave. Open voiceover settings. Okay, here we go. Settings, accessibility, back button. Okay, so Samantha is the voice that the phone generally comes with by default. I think I picked the enhanced one, but normally when you get your iPhone out of the box, it's gonna sound something like that. And I don't particularly like this voice, but so I'm gonna talk about how to change it and the way that that works. So we're going to flick through the settings screen until we get to speech. Voiceover, heading, voiceover, on. Voiceover speaks items on the screen. Tap once to select an item. Double tap to learn more. Voiceover practice. Speaking rate. Speaking rate. 50%. Speech. Button. Voice. Samantha. Enhanced. Button. Okay. So we're on the speech screen. And let's take a good explore of this screen if you haven't Voice looked on. at it before. And once we get done playing with voices, I will switch back to Alex for those who are used to, uh, used to that. That's normally what I would use. So we're gonna flick through this screen and talk about each of the things. Speech, heading, edit, button, voice, Samantha, enhanced, button. And we'll come back to the edit button in just a second. So this is the main voice that your phone uses, the default voice <clears throat> that you use. And there are several options here. Pronunciations, button. So if you need to pronounce, have a word so that when it sees a particular phrase, it's pronounced a certain way, you can you can do that. Um, I have uh, my host Desi Noller is helping me, and I suspect she may have to do some pronunciations at least in some of her screen readers on her name. Uh, Definitely. <laughs> so the iPhone lets you do that, and the good thing is if those in particular are synchronized between devices. So if you have an iPhone and an iPad running Voiceover, if you change that pronunciation on one, it should update on the other as well. Um, I'm one of those people, unless it really, it's really awful, I tend to just get used to little mispronunciations because it's, sometimes I just can't be bothered changing them. But this is where you do that. Pitch, heading, pitch, 50%, adjustable. Swipe up or down with one finger to adjust the value. And that does exactly what you'd think it does. 60%, 50%, 40%, 50%, use pitch change on. Double tap to toggle setting. Use pitch change is whether, determines whether voiceover will use changes in pitch to indicate certain items. And um, 
I you, lately I, I tended to have this off, except I realized that it makes demos a little easier because um, you can tell when I'm typing and when I'm deleting something. So one of that's one of the instances where pitch can be used. If you're entering text, the characters or words you're entering will be spoken in a slightly higher pitch. And when you're deleting, they'll be spoken in a slightly lower pitch. Actually, I kind of wish you could adjust those extremes because <laughs> anyway. Um, Detect languages on. Double tap to toggle settings. So if you're reading along in English and you see a passage that has been marked as Chinese or French or German, should the voice switch into that language? If you don't like it, you can change it here uh, and turn that completely off. Voiceover will switch voices when text in another language is detected. Rotor languages, heading. Now we get to languages themselves. So um, you have, when voiceover says language, not only is it talking about whether we're talking about English or German, but it, it's also dialects as well. So you have American English, British English, Australian English, et cetera. And you can have a default voice like Samantha that we've got right here. And you can choose another uh, voice that's different. So for example, my default language is English US. And so right now, Samantha is the one that was back there on the voice button, but I can also choose one more and only one more additional uh, voice that's a US English voice. English US Fred button. The edit button that you saw up there is another way that you can take these languages and move them in the order that you want. English, UK, Kate, enhanced, button. And we'll take a demo of these in just English, a Ireland, Surrey male, button. English, South Africa, Siri female, button. Add new language, button. Add new language, button. So those are the speech settings. What I'm going to do is I'm going to go back to the um, top of the screen. We're going to tap with four fingers near the top of the screen. Voiceover. Back button. Oh, and the other thing I forgot to say, and is, Desi, you probably remember this. If somebody has a question, please interrupt me. Um, yes. Uh, okay. So Speed, we're going to go. Voice. Pronunciate. Pitch. Pitch. Use pitch. Check. Detect languages. Voiceover will switch rotor languages. Heading. I done went past it. Voice detect. Use pitch. Pitch. Pronunciate. Voice. Samantha. Enhance. Select. English. Us. Heading. Alex. Button. Allison. Button. Ava. Button. So there are some voices. I have a lot of these downloaded, and that, that comes from when I taught technology a lot. I wanted to have many voices available so that I wouldn't necessarily have to download them because if there are voices that aren't on your phone, you'll need to be downloading them and preferably connecting to Wi-Fi if you have that as an option. Fred, button, Nikki. But I will button. show you there is at least one I think that is is not selected. Samantha, download Siri female, 473 MB, button, Siri male, Susan, Tom, but Susan. Button. Okay, you know what? I don't want that on my phone, actually. 55%. 50%. Well, that's interesting because what's supposed to happen is I'm supposed to be able to uh, supposed to be able to delete them. Let's switch back. To, let's switch to Alex though. Select Nikki, Fred, Ava, Allison, Alex, button, Alex, using 869 MB. Yes, Alex is big. Um, if you don't have a lot of space on your phone and you're okay with uh, the voice that you've got, 
you don't have to put Alex on. Um, for some people with some hearing impairments, though, Alex can be clearer. His highs are higher than some of the other ones. Um, so it may be worth sacrificing that space depending on um, how, your, uh, how your ears work and how you process sound and all that fun stuff. Selected Alex using 869 megabytes. Okay. My ears are immediately happier about that, but um, that's that's how that goes. And you can you can decide. Speak sample. Delete. Ah, you have to go. That's right. So when you choose an option, let's actually go back to selected Alex button download down K Daniel Oops. button. Okay, I forgot. All of the languages are listed on that screen, so I need to actually. It's going to be quicker if I go from the top again to get to the first item. Going to tap with four fingers near the top of the screen. Speech, back button, English, English, us, heading, selected, Alex, button, Allison, And button. I know Susan is the one I want to get rid of, so let's. Susan, button, Susan, Susan, enhanced, speak sample, delete. So you have to, because you have two versions of most voices, um, Alex is the one exception. There's just one and he's huge, but for voices like Samantha and Tom and things like that, you have um, the installed one, which some uh, something's called the compact version and then the enhanced version or in other products, that would be the premium version. But I'm gonna delete this enhanced version. Activate, delete. Stop downloading Susan, enhanced button. Stop downloading Susan, Susan heading. And there's a, Okay, there's a little bit of a bug, I think, where Download while it's deleting, Susan button. yeah, while it's deleting, it's going to act like it's downloading, I guess. That's very, very interesting. Download Susan, 163 megabytes button. So that's how you can choose, okay, I want my main voice to be different. What I did, what I also did is on the previous screen, where 19, we were, speech, back button, voice over. settings, voice, Alex, button. On this part of the screen where it shows the different languages. English, South Africa, English, Ireland, English, UK, English, US, Fred, button. So I went and chose Fred as my other US English voice. So how do we switch voices? Well, we use our wonderful rotor, love it or hate it. Um, <clears throat> two fingers on the phone screen. They don't have to be from the same hand. They can be on complete opposite hands and opposite sides of the screen, however you'd like to do it. Um, so I'm going to choose Edit. To Describe in screen recognition. Cap F. So edit. Describe in screen recognition language. So if we move, if I flick down. English US. English UK. There's Fred, and you can. I could make him slower if I wanted to. Let's see what else we've. Edit. We've got here. Edit. Describe in screen recognition language. English UK. English Island. Serum. English UK. Let's Kate go back to enhanced. the home screen, so it's a little less confusing. Describe images. Language. Headings. Contain headings. Language. Irish English. Messages. One unread message. I like the, the, Irish, the Irish English voice is kind of amusing. Uh, the Irish English, English Siri male voice that is. Describe images. Language. South African English. And then you have the South African English Siri male, which is also interesting because she's loud, but also she kind of cuts through um, what you might be listening to. If you're somebody like me and you don't enjoy audio ducking particularly, um, I try to balance the um, voice with whatever music or video I'm listening to. So having different voice options at different volumes can be can be helpful. So 
if I'm, like I said, if I'm on a call and I'm, you know, on with somebody like social security and they want me to type in numbers, I know that they're going to want me to type in numbers. I will switch to that. Um, I don't know which voice is going to be easier for you to hear. So I, I'm showing you how to do all of this because you'll want to actually go in if this is an issue you have and really play with it and figure out what works best for, for you. Um, but that is, that is something important if you're on a call to try and balance those the best you can so that, because if voiceover is too loud as you're going along the keypad, you won't be able to hear the person you're talking to or the, the system that is speaking to you. And if it's too quiet, you won't know what you're, know what number you're actually on. So that's how, that's something to be aware of if we're talking about dialing numbers while you're on the phone keypad. And also speaking of the phone, um, the phone app and how it's used, um, we're going to settings, describe we're images, switch back to Alex language, English, US settings, settings, voiceover back button. If you're a person who's having difficulty when, uh, you get a phone call and you need to press, you know, if it's a medical appointment and you need to press one to confirm it or whatever, and the keypad's not coming up, um, there's an option in the phone settings that we'll need to change. Um, we actually are several levels down in settings because we're looking at accessibility things and we want to go back all the way back to the beginning of settings. So what I'm going to do, I'm positioned on the back button and I'm going to double tap three times with one finger. Voiceover button. And what that does is it brings me a menu of all of the different pages that I could go back to. Accessibility button, settings button. So if I hit the first option, I would back out just to the accessibility settings. And if I choose this, this next one, this is gonna take me all the way back out into- Dismiss context met settings, heading. Into settings. And so if you're, if you're having trouble dealing with not those um, calls that come in where you need to press numbers, we're gonna to go to phone. Screen, general, control, display and brightness, home screen, accessibility, wallpaper, Siri and search button. Face ID and emergency SOS, exposure notifications, battery, but privacy, App Store, wallet and Apple Pay. All right, we're going to come back to that one. Passwords, mail, contact, calendar, notes, reminder, voice map, phone, button. Allow phone to access, heading, Siri and search, button, notifications, banners, sounds, badges, but incoming calls, full screen, button. So incoming calls, especially when you update to ios 14 from another version when iphone is unlocked displayed as heading you will probably see banner banner instead of screen um the idea being that when you're you may want to still have be able to answer your call and then still have whatever thing you were doing on the phone previously be available to you and this is of a, a lot of benefit to sighted folks but um, because voiceover automatically brings us the keypad as soon as a phone call comes on, um, that to me is a lot more valuable than having access to whatever app I was using before I made a call or before the call came in. I, if a call comes in, I'm focused on that. So changing that to full screen is, is helpful. Incoming calls, full screen button. Okay, I'm going to go back again. Settings, back button, settings, heading, phone, button. Let's go look at something that 
voice memos button settings heading i had not planned on looking at but when i saw it it reminded me that it might be of interest to some people <coughs> um, and that is the exposure notification option voice memos button so we're going to go back away wallet and apple app store privacy battery exposure notifications selected turn on exposure notifications button exposure notifications are off if you turn them on, your public health authority can notify you of possible exposure to COVID-19. So, your iPhone is not collecting or sharing exposure notification data with anyone. If you turn on exposure notifications, information related to your exposures can only be shared with your permission. How exposure notifications work. Availability alerts on. Receive a notification if exposure notifications are available in your current region. Receive a notification. So basically what this does, and you have to specifically, there's a couple of things here. So let me explain what it does and let me first. So everybody is going around and you have a phone in your pocket and you probably also have Bluetooth on. So what Apple and Google, and they have actually worked together, miracle of miracles behold, um, they have actually worked together and there is an exposure um, a exposure sharing protocol, I forget exactly what they call it, but basically um, what the phones do is they kind of talk to each other and say, okay, I'm here and I'm here and you're here and just kind of keep information about what other devices are near them. If the, um, if the health authority in your location has an app that works with this and not all of them do, um, and you install that app, then you have the option of having it kind of take care of that information on your behalf. And what you can do is if, if you get COVID, that information can be used to let other people that were around you in theory know that they were exposed to somebody with COVID, but it won't tell them who. I don't know a ton about how it works because here in Ohio, our, none of our agencies have, have gone with an app like that. But I know in California they have, um, I, I believe Arizona has, but you can figure that out if it's something that you at least wanna see whether it's something that your area does. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna actually choose turn on and I'll, I'll type in a location other than Ohio and see what happens. Availability alerts on how exposure notifications work. And you can get even more information. And if you thought, well, I still don't really understand what that's about, even after he explained it, that's fine. It won't hurt my feelings. You can go in and you can hit that uh, link and read about it in excruciating detail. So we're going to go back. Your iPhone exposure, no turn on exposure notifications button. COVID-19 exposure notifications heading. Your iPhone can tell you if you may have been exposed to COVID-19. How your iPhone Sorry, can tell you if you may have been exposed to COVID-19. Your public health authority's guidelines determine if an exposure is significant enough to notify you and provide next steps. How exposure notifications work button. Exposure notifications keep a log of possible exposures on your iPhone while protecting your privacy. The region you select is only used to download the configuration for that region. Learn more button. Continue button. Select your country or region heading. All right, and I believe United States is all the way at the bottom. Vertical, Zimbabwe, Yemen, Westerns, Wallace, and Futuna. So button. what I did was I tapped with four fingers near the bottom of the screen to get closer to the end. Ukraine, 
Uganda, United Arab United Kingdom, United States, button. Select your state or region, heading. Okay, nice. Colorado, California, button. California. California, California Department of Public Health Terms, heading. Participating in CA Notify is your choice. CA Notify must be enabled to receive. So if you choose a state that has that, um, then you may see terms for the particular application they're used and that they are using and read more about it. Not all states have it. I kind of wish we did have it just because it seems kind of an interesting technology and I would like to kind of know more about how it would be implemented and whether it would be accessible. Not that I want to get COVID-19 or be around somebody that has it, but um, the, from, a, from a geeky perspective, the technology is kind of interesting. Um, so anyway, but I'm going to go ahead and choose. Uh, I'm going California, to go back button 19, here. back, back, back. Back, back, back. See, and just to emphasize again, if you do not go through these steps, you won't be automatic. You won't be tracked in any way. It's not like it's going to do it without asking you. Um, and you, I believe you can turn you can turn it off and stuff. It's completely voluntary. Um, but it's a really interesting. Uh, it's a really interesting situation of technology that companies actually working together to try and, and solve a very real problem. So let's see. COVID-19. Okay. What I'm going to actually do is I'm going to. App switcher, settings, active. App switcher, blindfold doggy, active. Yes, I have. Settings. <laughs> I have been playing with this blindfold doggy thing. Blame the pandemic, I don't know, but um, it's kind of fun. It needs a, you know, you take care of a virtual dog. It's kind of, um, so let's stop a second and see if we have any questions while i relook at my list here and get uh, get myself back on questions i have a question sure uh, i'm from north carolina my name is sheree mm -hmm. and i have well i don't want to take too long here i've just had a whole lot of trouble with youtube and google passwords trying to change a password and some things so it, at some point in time, can we talk about something like that? Or could I get in touch with you? Since you're so knowledgeable about this, I have some iPhone questions. Um, are you having trouble actually making that change? Or are you having trouble keeping track of, like, are you looking for a password manager? Where are you kind of? Actually, I am looking for a password manager because to me, this stuff, because um, I use AirPlay, and Bluetooth devices on my stereo I'll go through HEOS. I don't know if you've heard of the HEOS app. I haven't. I've not actually. Oh, okay, that's a cool. It's and the air. It's AVR remote. Interesting. It. it I'll, I'll go into that sometime too because it really is. I can hook my um, iPhone up to my stereo without using Bluetooth. I can use the AirPlay. Ah, that, okay, that's pretty neat. Um, I use One Password and. Um, Mystic Access is supposed to be releasing very shortly. It was supposed to be at the beginning of March, and now they're saying the beginning of April um, that they're going to have audio documentation. And I've worked out quite a bit with it, but one of the other things is they're going to talk about how to use it on platforms other than just iOS and Windows, and I would like to see how it works all over the place. So um, password managers will probably be coming. I want to make sure that I um, have... In, in particular, I don't remember what the account setup process was like because I did that almost two years ago now. And I know they're going to walk through how to set it up from scratch. And I really feel like if I'm going to 
be effective on it, I need to know kind of from the beginning how it works. So mystic yes, access. I would like to come up with that. Yes, mysticaccess.com. Okay. Um, they they do I I I want to say it was like gonna be about it was gonna be I think they said between four and five hour audio documentation. And I think it was going to be about $50, I think is what they were looking at. Um, it's on their website and it said it would be available on the first. I'm really hoping it is because sadly, I'm actually kind of excited about it. So Yeah, because I've got I, several questions. Mixed yeah. access, is there an app for that or just? They, are a, web, they are a website. Um, it's a blind it. entrepreneur's okay. mystic access. That's what I Oh, good. Yep. And what is your name? I'm sorry. My name is Sean Thiel and I'm actually also ACBO's executive director. So. Oh, cool. And are you on uh, Newsreel? Um, I am not on new. I don't think I've ever. I, I've not. I'm not on Newsreel. I've I've uh, listened to a it's little a really bit of good it. But thing. yeah, that is that's actually based here in Columbus. So yeah. All right. Yeah. Password oh, manager is something I will. Uh, I, we will come back to. Okay. Thanks. No problem. Sean, did you want me to remind people how to raise their hands? You know what? Why not? Just in case they've forgotten. I'm sure <laughs> okay. most of these folks haven't, but just in case. All right. Well, to raise your hand, if you should like to ask Sean a question, uh, if you are on a PC, you will press Alt-Y, and that is a toggle. So if you <coughs> decide you didn't want to ask the question after all and you want to lower your hand, that's you do it the same way. All these are that way. Um, if you are on a Mac, you will use Option-Y. Uh, if you are using... A smartphone like your iPhone, you will you will um, go to the more button in the lower right hand corner of your screen, and then under the more button, there is a raised hand option. And if you are on a regular landline telephone, you will press star nine to mute and unmute yourself. You can use. Uh, Alt-A on a PC, Command-Shift-A on a Mac. You can use the lower left-hand corner of your, your iPhone screen. There should be a mute and unmute button there. And if you are on a landline telephone, you will use star six. Now you know more than you ever wanted to know. Absolutely. <laughs> One of the things, as I'm, as I'm thinking about it, um, actually, no, we'll do that. Uh, we'll do that another time. So um, we will go ahead and move on to, um, I had gotten a question last week about using the dictionary. And if you have a question, um, feel free to um, go ahead and, and, and ask. And I, if I need to find a space to stop and, and acknowledge, I will. But let me move on to, of course, this 1932. Home. Open notes. Folders. Heading. New note. Button. New note. Dip note. Text field. Is editing. Insertion point at start. Okay. Use the rotor to access misspelled words. So you can indeed ask Siri to define a word for you. And you can ask Siri to um, give you the, uh, you know, give you information about a word. But um, doing it this by the keyboard in the way I'm going to show you um is kind of neat because you have access actually to more than one um, dictionary or resource 
So what I'm going to do is I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and Braille screen input orient dot positions calibrated. I am going to go ahead and keyboard. Oops, I'm going to attempt to write the word keyboard. Keyboard portrait. There we go. Add table button. Note text field is editing keyboard character mode insertion point at end. So if you want to use, use the rotor to access miss, if you want to use the dictionary function that's built into iOS, <clears throat> you do need to select the word that you want to get a definition of. And this kind of goes back to um, some editing and concepts and stuff that we've done previously. Um, so I'm going to make sure that March I'm note text field at the beginning of this field by double tapping on the field insertion point at start. Okay. And then we're going to move the work. Well, we only have one word in this edit box at the moment. Um, so we're just gonna, we're gonna stick with that for right now. Misspelled word edit. So I'm using the rotor and I'm turning it to the left until it says edit. Now I'm going to flick down. Set not bold, make checklist item. Ah, and in notes, you have some options that you don't have in other standard um, text fields. So set not bold, set italic, set underline, set strike through, increase indentation, decrease indentation, insert drawing, select. So if you insert drawing. So if you're in a normal edit box, like in a text message, you're not going to see all of those. Select. You are going to see select. Paste. Paste. Select all. Select all. Undo. Undo. Make checklist item. Those so undo, select, paste, cut, copy. Those are going to be anywhere. So we're going to actually choose select all just because we've only got one. Unselect all here. Keyboard selected. Now, if we now is it tells us keyboard is selected. Now, if we flick up or down yet again, we're going to have some more items on the edit menu that weren't here. Look up here, including lookup. So that's the one we're going to choose. So I'm going to double tap on lookup. Keyboard heading done button dictionary heading. So there's several different dictionaries that are selected and you can choose which dictionaries that you want to see definitions and things from. And that is under um, settings and then general and then dictionary. Uh, so you can choose if there are certain ones you don't want to see. So right now, keyboard viewer, bold a Mac OS feature that lets you see the layout of characters on the keyboard for your system language and to see and type characters and languages other than your system language. Okay. Apple dictionary. I'm not quite sure why we're seeing about that on iOS, but okay. Key middle dot board vertical line modifier vertical line key modifier low vertical line board vertical line noun one a panel of keys that operate a computer or typewriter two a set of keys on a piano or similar musical instrument new oxford american dictionary siri knowledge heading computer keyboard a computer keyboard is a typewriter Siri suggested websites heading. Okay, so there's and there's a lot more here than just um, dictionary definitions too. So this is an interesting thing to to play with sometimes, uh, just to see, uh, just to see what's going on. Um, one of the other odd things, and I've had this. I don't know why my phone does this. Maybe there are certain words I use, but I also <laughs> noticed that there were German options in there, and for some reason German was in my language options, and I don't know why it was there. And I went to change it earlier and I said, oh, this will require a restart of your phone. And I was like, well, since I'm in the middle of something, I'm not going to do that. 
We're going to hit the done button at the top right here. 25 done. Done button. Note keyboard. Notes. And that that ability to select something and use the um, edit menu can be helpful too because um, if you're on, for example, let's say you've got an email from a company that has sent you a, a tracking number for something. What you can you do is use the um, text selection options to select that number. And then if you happen to use Parcel as a package tracking app like I do, um, and you choose share in the editing options, Parcel is one of those options. So being able to select things can be useful, not only just in terms of making edits, but also you can take some information and hand it off to another app to do something. Um, so that that's something else to edit. Uh, make checklist item. Aware of. I don't think share is going to not make up. undo share. Okay, yeah, share is uh, share is an option here. So there are some some things you can do with that. I'm not going to open that right now because it's going to display the um, the list of people <laughs> that I've talked with. So I don't want to do that uh, just this uh, this second. So those are uh, some those are some dictionary features. There is also an app that um, I like, and it I'll I'll have to. Um, play a little bit more with it because it's been a while, but there's also a really great app called Terminology from the same people that make um, drafts and card hop, which I've also mentioned. And actually card hop we may come to in just a second because that was another on. one that came out last um, You do have a hand raised, Dan. All right. Link, if you can unmute yourself. Okay, Sean. Uh, when you were uh, talking about the dictionary and uh, getting a definition for a word, Oh, my hand got lowered. Anyway, how did you uh, make a selection for the word that you want to use to get defined? Okay, that's a good question. I did go through that a little quickly. So what I'm actually going to do is I'm going Folders, to... Folders, note, actions, button, march, note, checklist, note, keyboard, text field, double tap, note, keyboard, text field. If there's only one word in your edit box, like let's say you've typed it in and you want to define just that um, what i did was i took the rotor and i turned to edit describe images screen rec language headings now sometimes this will happen there's times when i'm on the box and i am thinking edit should be here and it's not so i'm going to double tap on the field keep note keyboard text field Dup note keyboard text field note keyboard text field Checklist button, um, note, okay. keyboard, text field, note, keyboard, text field, folders, back button. Right, you know what we're gonna do then? Heading not found, new note button, note, text field is editing, insertion point at start. Braille screen input or dot positions calibrated. This is a mechanical keyboard. So what I did real quick is I went into Braille screen input and I just typed this is a mechanical keyboard, which I actually do have one of those in front of me and we're going to let's decide that we want to um, pick on the word mechanical that we want to have defined this time portrait lines words so what i'm going to do is i'm turning the rotor with two fingers i'm turning to words and i want to flick up keyboard mechanical and if you i don't know if you if, if some for those who may have been with us last last week um, or, or when we talked about editing, I don't remember exactly when it was, but 
if you're moving by words and you flick up, you're going to be before the word that's announced. If you're flicking down, mechanical, you'll hear the word again and you'll be placed immediately to the right of the word. If we want to select the word, we have to be to its left. So again, we're going to flick up. Mechanical. And that takes some getting used to thinking about, okay, I'm flicking up and down, but where am I actually in the text? Um, if someone has uh, a braille display, one of the advantages, of course, is that you will have a cursor that you can actually, um, actually look at. So if you happen to have a display, but you don't use it a, a ton, um, this may be one time when it can be helpful because it can make uh, editing and knowing what you're doing a little bit easier. So I'm, to, I'm before the word mechanical. Lines, text selection. And then Swipe I right to expand. Now, I don't know if text selection is going to be on the rotor by default. On mine, it is because I actually went into the rotor and, cho and chose to do that. Um, but I don't believe that's the default, but I've had this on so long, I'm not actually sure. So um, if, you're, if you're thinking you want to make your life a little easier when it comes to selecting text, you may want to go into the rotor settings and turn that on. And I'll show that after I'm finished um, doing this. So with the option on um, text selection, the way this works is you flick down or up to choose how much you want to. And actually, it was going to say that, and I cut it off. Let me do it. Again. Text selection. Swipe right to expand selection. Swipe left to shrink selection. So if we, if we swipe up or down. Word selection. Line selection, page selection, select all. So I'm swiping down. That's choosing how much we're going to select. We only want to select by words. So I'm going to go, I'm going to, I'm going to flick up. Page selection, line selection, word selection. So I've told voiceover, okay, I, the words is the unit by which I want to select. Now, if I flick to the right. Mechanical selected. It says mechanical selected. There's a little bit of a click. And now I know that that is the, the word that's been selected. So now that I've got that, if we take the rotor, and I find that it's, it is easier to go um, to the left because edit is kind of closer to the selection options, at least on mine anyway. Lines, words, braille screen input, portrait, misspelled words, edit. And if I flick down. Replace, look up. Now I see look up. Mechanical. Heading. I had to do it twice, actually. Done. Button. Dictionary. Heading. So now I see that same screen that shows the different um, definitions of the word mechanical. And I think there's even a thesaurus in there. And there's all kinds of fun stuff. Done. Button. Note, this is a mechanical keyboard. So I apologize it took me so long to answer that question. But that happens sometimes. That happens. Um, if you want to know whether the option to um, make easier text selection is on the rotor in your copy of voiceover, what we can do again is we can have Siri open voiceover settings. Here are the voiceover yeah. settings. Voiceover, voiceover, on. And we're going to go a little ways. Down. Learn voiceover, speaking, speaking, speech, braille, voiceover recognition, button, verbosity, button, audio, button, commands, button, activities, button, rotor, button. We're going to double click Selected. On that. Braille screen input. So these are all of the different things that you can put on the rotor. 
And the order of them is going to be different from device to device and how you have it set up. I have Braille screen input at the very top because ideally what I want to have happen is when I double tap in a text box and I rotor one click to the right, I want Braille screen input to be right there because I use it so often. I've already used it a couple of times just in this demo, in this call. Um, so Braille screen input is an option that will probably be on your screen, but probably not be at the very top. What I'm actually going to do is work from the bottom of the list. Uh, so in order to get to the bottom again, four finger tap near the bottom of the screen. Reorder direct touch button selected direct touch. Reorder describe image selected describe images. Reorder selected screen recognition. Reorder Braille, Braille auto advanced speed. Reorder slot slide to type. Reorder activities activities. Reorder Braille table Braille table. Reorder audio destination selected audio destination. Reorder articles articles. Reorder vertical navigation vertical navigation. Reorder language selected language dimmed. Reorder typing mode typing mode. Reorder same item same item. Okay, maybe it's closer to the top. I can, I don't look at the screen a whole lot, so let's see. <laughs> Voice rotor selected. Break. And part of the problem is also that I have played with the order of these, um, you know, over the years, and I don't, there's no reset to default rotor order. I've asked Apple for this multiple times. I've called the accessibility people directly and asked them, and I've written to them and asked them. Sean, and, we uh, have another hand uh, mm -hmm. from MagicCon. Okay. Yes, uh, um, good evening, uh, Sean. Uh, am I audible? Yes, you are. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thank you so much. Uh, last, uh, I think, week, a week, I asked question about dictionary, and you did excellent uh, job, and you showed us very nice way. Uh, I have question today, actually, about the shortcut. Uh, how we can add the? Someone told me that. Um, we can create like shortcut, uh, you know, the letters and it could be the like whole phrase. You will just type like one or two letters. So it will type automatically the whole phrase. Like for instance. Um, ah, yes. The text replacement. Yes. Okay. Yes. I will do that as soon as I finish <clears throat> showing where the, showing this text selection option. And I will, that, okay, that is, sure. that is a good one. So we will do that in just a second. Mm -hmm. Reorder mm -hmm. Braille screen input. Selected characters, reorder characters, selected words, reorder selected lines, selected text selection. Okay, so on mine, it's close to the top um, ish. So if you go in here and you hear um, text selection, if it says text selection and it doesn't say the word selected before it, selected text selection, then you'll probably want to turn that on because it does. I wish they would make that on by default. Um, and maybe in iOS 16, they'll get around to it or 17 or something, but um, that is not currently um, the default. So we're going to go. So that's how that works. There's all kinds of things in the rotor. We may, we'll probably have a session or we'll probably have a, a portion where we talk about several of those options and describe what they are because some of the more unusual options on the rotor could probably use their own mini sessions so we'll probably do that at some <clears throat> let's go talk about text replacements 
voiceover back button and again i want to come from voiceover which is several levels down and i know i want to go back to settings so to make my process easier i'm going to double i'm going to triple tap the back button with one finger to bring up our context menu voiceover rotor actions button typing button always speak notifications okay off. you know what that i don't know what that did okay we're going to go the long way around speech button accessibility back button setting settings back button settings heading okay screen top general button about button so for the um text replacements is what apple calls it i kind of th also think of it a little bit like what word would call autocorrect which is not the same as what the phone does so text replacements is a better name for it so what we can do if we go to keyboard software airdrop Airplay and picture and pick car play, iPhone storage, background app refresh, date and time, keyboard button, keyboards three button, hardware keyboard button, text replacement button, text replacement, <coughs> section index adjustable, CTR, C heading, possibly there are, refresh. There are several that you will see by default. Section index CTR adjustable. is one of them. CTR can't talk right now. M. My um, heading. I also have one that if I type <clears throat> a single a string of characters, it will put in my email address. So you may want to create one of these that is, for example, like mine is M Y E M L. If you type, if I type in those letters, that will expand into um, what my actual email address is. Um, I also have one for <clears throat> a Zoom link that I use for work. Uh, so all kinds of things. I'm going to do a four finger tap near the bottom of the screen. Edit button. WZL. Okay. Hey, hey, stop. <laughs> Where is. Okay. So it is. C. Add button. Okay. Why did I think it was at the bottom? It's at the top. Add awesome. phrase. Text field is editing. Character mode. Insertion point at start. And another use that some use people. the rotor to access. Another use that some people put this feature to is they'll put in a message like that they, let's say they always want to tell an Uber driver to look for them in a, with a cane and a suit um, and that they're at the front of, of a particular building. You could type in, in this first box that says, save phrase, phrase. you could type in, hi, my name is, my name is Sean. I'm in, an, I'm, I'm in a uh, white, I have a white cane. I'm outside the front of this building. I'll need you to look for me. This is where your your big block of text, or well, it could be even a small block of text, but this is where your um, your text will go. And then in the next box, shortcut optional text field shortcut double tap to edit is where you're going to type. Uh, for example, let's say I wanted to have a message like that, and I wanted it so that if I typed in UBR for Uber, that would that long message I kind of outlined would show up. So you could have and and these can be really really handy you could have one uh i think jonathan mosen was talking on his podcast he has a one for him and he has a separate message that a separate combination he uses when he's with his wife so that it will talk about her dog as well um there's all kinds of uses for these email addresses um like i said for um for the the link that we use for our board meetings and stuff for work um, it's easier just if somebody asked me for that in a text to just type in a string of characters and have that long link just go boop and just end up in the box. 
you have to press the space bar at the end of whatever your string of text is that you've put in. So if you made it EML for your email address, um, you'd have to put a space at the end and it may or may not announce that it wants to add that in for you. Um, it works on hardware keyboards usually. Um, it does not work with Braille screen input, um, which when you first think about it, you think, oh, I thought, well, well that's kind of sad. But then if you think about it also, um, depending on what your, your string of letters is, it could be a translation issue. So I can see why they actually have that not working with uh, Braille screen input. So that is your text replacement um, feature. So you can have a long string of text just come from a couple of keys. Okay, we have about six minutes. Let's see if there are any other questions. Uh, Sean, can I ask you another question? Sure. Okay. Uh, uh, actually, uh, uh, like as you said, text re replacement, uh, can we add our resume in it? Like, for instance, if someone asks us, you know, send me your resume in email or, you know, so can we add our resume? Or is there any length? Uh, our strength, like how many uh, words or lines we can add to the into the phrase? Well, um, I suppose I, I don't know if there is any kind of length to that. Um, I would think that a better way, though, to take your resume might be to actually put it in notes okay. and then copy and paste it where you want it because the the beauty of this text replacement is that you can you can um you, you would you would be likely to put something that you would do fairly often um right. i mean if you are i mean i guess if you are doing a lot of job hunting maybe you are um typing your resume into a lot of boxes so i suppose that that you you might be able to but i don't know if there is a length to that okay um so but i mean you can do several sentences anyway um because i have i have done that but um i don't know about a whole resume fitting in there Okay. Yeah. Thank you. So you might want to keep that in notes and um, you can actually get really um, with notes. You actually have the ability to do things like bold and italic and you, you have quite a bit of formatting available to you. So that might be another reason to use notes. Yeah. Thank you. You can format the text. <clears throat> Create a All shortcut right. that will autom automatically expand into the word or phrase as you type. Yep, and that's what that's what that does. <laughs> All right. Let me go ahead and app messages. One unread map calendar Thursday. Okay. So just to give you a preview of some things that we're probably going that we're going to talk about in the next little while. I don't know exactly when I'll I'll get to them, but um, I would like to do. Um, a session on Bluetooth keyboards again at some point because um, that's a topic that um, <clears throat> new people might, you know, people might need if they haven't heard it before. And so Bluetooth keyboards is a good one. Um, there are two apps that I would like to cover um, Card Alert, for low managing battery. contacts and drafts, which is a good app for taking small notes. Um, so I would like to talk about both of those. And um, so those are those are some of the things that I'm planning on covering in the next couple of uh, couple of weeks. And I've, as other things come up, I'll try and add them to my 
to my ongoing list. Sean, do you give out your email and or a phone number that you could be reached? Because this is wonderful technology and I would like to be able to get in touch with you if I, if I might. I don't know if you give it out or not. Yeah, I, I actually I actually don't um, do that. I what I, I try and do is I if you have particular topics that you want to talk about, you can always email community at acb.org and and give me those. But uh, I don't have the time to, you know, do a lot of one on one training anymore, unfortunately. Um, right. So that's that's kind of not something I'm actually able to to do effectively. Mm -hmm. So, and and if you know, and I I wouldn't want to do it if I don't really have the, the no, time to do wouldn't. it well. So, yeah. what type of work do you do? Um, I am executive director of American Council of Blind of Ohio, so I kind of manage like the office day to day things and um, you know keep things in keep things in order and um, plan committee meetings and host those on zoom and all, all kinds of different things so i'm sorry you know, you're, you're director for what My the american is. council of the blind of ohio the executive oh director. yes yeah, oh good that's okay what I do. yep thanks but i taught technology uh a while for quite a while um a little while ago so that's kind of that's where i have had i have done it before sean i know we're really short on time but joanne has a question yep you make it cool really, really zippy fast Joanne, okay. you can unmute. I, am I unmuted? You, you are. Okay. Yes. I have such trouble Screen with that mute button. I just have a quick question. I was there's no uh, way to put headphones in my uh, my phones. Now somebody told me if you buy it's a thing called a dongle. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I tell you what, we are right at the top of the hour. Write that down and ask and ask me next time. Okay. Because um, I don't want to. I don't want either of us to forget. But yeah, we are. I don't right. want to blow anything up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'll ask you next week. Yeah, definitely. Good to know we have one. All right. Okay. Thanks, guys. Bye bye. Yeah. I know when you're streaming, sometimes you have to be really careful about making sure the next call can go on. So, all right. <clears throat> Thank you, guys. We will see you on. April 1st, and we will, we will not joke around. <laughs> we will be for real.